Good morning, Vaughn Radio listeners. This is the radio station that is the voice over the nations. And I am your host, Megan Pukas. And you're tuned into the segment called Marriage, Memories and Finances. Today, I am extra excited because we have just entered a new month. We are in the month of July. I think that we have surpassed half of this year and you know what for many you know we felt like we weren't gonna make it um, I think with this pandemic going on we were afraid and you know we just didn't know if we were gonna make it but today we just give God all the glory we give him the honor we give him the praise and the adoration that is so due to him he's worthy of our praise this morning listeners and we just say thank you because we know that he has carried us through and the word of god says that he that has began a good work in us is faithful to complete it the word of god says that he who finds a wife finds a good thing the word of god says he knows the plans that he has concerning us and so we know today that God is able and he is faithful and he's willing to complete every good work in us. And so this morning, I just want to invite you to our discussion that we're having this morning. So we have started this series called Conflict. And um, up until thus far, God has blessed us with insight and wisdom. And I believe um, that many people out there, their lives have been changed and they are now able to deal with the conflicts that they face within their um, everyday life. And as I said, um, we are dealing with, you know, the little issues that we face in our everyday lives and the little things that annoys us, you know, and um, maybe um, we maybe snap at our partner, we just do or say something that they do not like and that's not pleasing to them. And these types of things causes conflict. Remember, I said that conflict is inevitable. We are now two people that are coming together. We maybe come from a different background. We come from different, you know, um, religious views. We come from, you know, different um, spiritual views. And so we have now come together. We have now come together and, you know, we are trying to make, you know, a family work and we are trying to make a marriage work. And, you know, um, it is inevitable, as I said, for conflict um, to come Conflict will always be there. We will be faced with conflict, you know, not just only in our um, married life, but, you know, in our everyday life, at our jobs, um, at schools, wherever. We will face conflict. But the importance of dealing with conflict um, is what we are discussing in this series. And so once again, thank you for just tuning in. And I know that we are going to have an awesome time. So just to give you guys a brief recap. So we started the series um, two days ago and just to give you guys a brief recap, we said that conflict, when it happens, it's inevitable as I said, we first feel hurt, okay? So for example, when your husband or your wife or whoever makes a comment, um, we use the situation or the example of weight gain. When someone makes the comment and say, oh, but you've gained so much weight, um, I know we, we sometimes, you know, laugh it off and we sometimes just want to act as if it's nothing. But sometimes these these comments can hurt us. And so when, you know, the the comment or the situation occurs, firstly, before there is even a conflict, the situation occurs, we feel hurt. 
from there on the herd boils into anger and so this is where the conflict starts because we are angered and then we spoke about how to determine which personality type you are when it comes to anger Remember, I said that anger causes the conflict. So we say that we get three different personality types. We get the self-protector. So that's the person that wants to protect themselves when the conflict occurs. We get the cannon. Um, that is the person that basically um, wants to just let you know that you have hurt them. And we get the denier. That is a person that is in total denial. So we said that um, none of these three is ideal. But how we deal with, you know, anger and conflict when it arises in our life is very, very important. And so today we are going to just continue. I think that yesterday also we spoke about, you know, where or from who did we learn how to deal with conflict. I think that um, we said that we learn from our parents, you know, we sort of inherit, you know, these types of um, information and, you know, behavior traits. And uh, it's like I've seen my mom and dad, you know, resolve conflict with uh, maybe a slap or um a verbal zinger or, um, you know, where the wife must just keep quiet and that's it. And so we've learned these things from the people, you know, that we um, grew up with, our role models, our moms, our dads, you know, society dictates to us, our media, you know, culture. So these are all things that dictates to us, you know, um, and we sort of just, you know, grew into it where we've learned how to deal with conflict in this way. Um, and then we also spoke about closing the loop. So we said that um, when anger, you know, when you are hurt and you are angered and the conflict arises, we need to make sure that we close the loop. It's very important. When we say close the loop, we are talking about dealing with the issue at hand. We are saying don't avoid the issue. Don't deny the issue or be in denial. Don't be the self-protector. Don't be the cannon that explodes. But we need to learn how to, in a mature fashion, deal with the issues thus closing the loop we said that closing the loop means that we deal with the conflict we also advise you guys to um, determine which personality type you are and depending on that we also ask you guys to just relax a bit if you know that you are a canon if you know that you are hot-headed if you know that um, sometimes you cause more damage than you are causing good when it comes to um, conflict, then we also advised you to first take a breather, collect yourself, pull yourself towards yourself and then deal with closing the loop. But if you are in a very angered state, um, we advised you to please just relax, take a breath and then we deal with the situation. We also said that we have to deal with the situation. We have to close the loop. We cannot leave that loop open. We also said that when we leave the loop open, we are opening up ourselves for the enemy because we said that the enemy waits for a, just a little bit of an opening and then he wants to pounce, he wants to enter and he wants to do what he wants to do in our lives. So it's very important for us to close the loop so um we spoke about different ways you know of closing the loop or rather we spoke about the approach of closing the loop so we spoke about both parties in the situation so we said that it's very important that we are firstly mature adults so we know that we are mature um, and so we need to deal with things maturely 
Meaning, I said yesterday, we cannot act like we have escaped from a crazy farm when we are dealing with situations. We need to be mature, take a breath, a breath or a breather and sit with a person or approach the person. So we need to approach the person in a mature way. Okay, we also said that we cannot wait. If you are married and there has been a conflict or argument, you cannot wait to see Who's going to make the start? Who's going to say, I'm sorry first? That is a negative perspective of, you know, what we need to do. You don't need to think like that. That is a negative way of thinking about it. We need to firstly know that it doesn't matter who comes first, who starts the conversation first or who approaches, you know, first. The important thing is that we need to close the loop. So we always tell the couples that we counsel that um, because people have this negative, you know, um, thought, they think that if you are the first one to, you know, approach, then it means you're the weaker one. No, that is not the case. I would say on the contrary, it means that you are, you know, the more mature one, maybe. It means that you value your relationship and that is why you want to close the loop. So it doesn't matter who makes the start or who, you know, initiates it, but you need to close the loop. So, for example, if I'm the person approaching or initiating, closing the loop, it is important for my husband to let go of pride. Because we spoke about the fact that when somebody wants to, you know, close the loop, ask maybe forgiveness or, you know, resolve the issue, the person at the receiving end sometimes has so much pride um, and anger and all of these things that they, um, they, they're not even willing to, you know, close the loop. And so it is important that when you are approached by your spouse or your partner, do not be prideful. Okay, take away the, the, the barricades and, and the iron gates that you have placed, you know, in front of yourself. Remove the pride so that you guys might be able to converse in a normal and in a good manner. So the first two things is there needs to be a mature person. So if it lays heavy on your heart to resolve the situation, go and resolve the situation. And the person at the receiving end needs to let go of pride, needs to open up themselves so that the conversation can start and the healing process can start. We said that you guys need to negotiate. Um, we said that relationships and marriage is 50-50. We said that you need to fight fair, that you need to come up with a resolution or something to resolve the situation that both parties are happy with, that is beneficial for both parties, and ask forgiveness. We said that you need to ask forgiveness. Ask forgiveness from the heart. Be sincere about it. And so this is basically just a... Um, sort of general you know um knowledge or just basically scraping the surface on closing the loop i also said that i do not um proclaim or profess that i know it all but these are the types of things that i've seen has worked um for our marriage counseling and we've seen how people has really come out stronger um just by taking or practicing you know simple things sometimes we overcomplicate things 
but it's as easy as this um sometimes we come with so much terminology to people that they are so overwhelmed because of the terminology alone that they do not even want to put in practice or place in um put in place or practice anything so it is important for us just to um come come or get to the level where the people are so that they might be able to receive the tools that they need and so this is just um what we offer to so many couples out there and we've seen how it has worked and so guys i've said much in the opening of today so this has been just our introduction on you know what we have spoken thus far every day i will do a little bit of a recap so that it can be you know fresh in our memories and it can remain in our memories it is so good because these things we um I mean, myself, I, I learn these things um, and, you know, it refreshes me and sometimes I have to come back to the drawing board and, you know, um, apply these things that we tell other people. So it is important for us to just do a little bit of a recap with you guys. And so, guys, I just want to say thank you for listening. And this is Vaughn Radio, the radio station that is the voice over the nations. I'm Megan Bukas, your host, and you're tuned into the segment called Marriage Memories and finances we have started a series called conflict and we are hoping to end of this series um on friday um but we will see how far we get and we will see what the spirit of god allows us to um, teach and talk about and so today i'm just going to take a bit of a break right now and then we are going to start um today's session on the five common conflict resolution styles and so we are discussing the five common conflict resolution styles so this basically just means where do you fit in what is your conflict resolution style okay so all of us have a style and i'm going to take you through the five styles and then we are going to just see how you apply um, your conflict resolution style and which style you fit in so that you can know firstly we know already what personality type we are when it comes to anger then you need to know what is your conflict resolution style so that you can know where you need to sharpen on, where you need to change maybe, where you need to do things better, or maybe you need to tone it down, we don't know. So we are going to discuss the five common conflict resolution styles and then we are going to um, end off there today and yeah, we will continue tomorrow. So I hope that this series is helpful to someone out there and I hope that you guys are enjoying it. So once again guys, welcome to July. This month I love and it is exciting for me i just love this month and i am just thankful because god has carried us through yet another month you know he has shown himself faithful to us and i know that god honors marriage i know that god has a plan and a purpose for your life i know that god can sort it out and he can work it out for you we're also going to dive into much more deeper things but for now we're just basically scraping the surface and we are teaching you guys how to handle conflict okay guys let's just dive right on in to our discussion on the five common conflict resolution styles so you might want to take out a pen um, if you are listening from your offices or at home or whatever but you might want to just jot down what we are going to discuss today and so um, welcome back we just took a little bit of a break this is Vaughn Radio this is the radio station that is the voice over the nation
I am Megan Bukas, your host. You are tuned into the segment called Marriage Memories and Finances. And um, yeah, today we are discussing a topic called conflict. Um, in the previous segment, I gave a bit of a mouthful, but it was just a recap on what we have discussed thus far. And so you might want to um, just rewind or listen to the replay so that you can be up to speed and up to date with what we have discussed thus far. For. And so um, the five common conflict resolution styles. Um, so in my opinion, we get four to five styles and I hope we'll discuss all five today. God willing, if the time should allow us. But so I believe that we get five um, conflict resolution styles. And so let me just name them for you. So I believe that you get the winner. Okay. The first conflict common um, conflict style is you know the winner um, we get someone that resolves conflict through um, persuasion so you get the persuader um, you get um, someone or um, that resolves conflict through giving in and then you get someone that is just an avoider and you also get someone that is a resolver so once again, guys, you get five common conflict resolution styles. So you get, um, you know, the person that loves to win. You get the person that, you know, wants to persuade you um, to do things. You get um, the person that just kind of gives in. You get the person that avoids the whole situation and that you get the person that wants to resolve the whole situation. So we're just going to start with um, the first common conflict resolution style and that is the winner. So the person that loves to win or um, yeah, let's, let's just say the person that loves to win instead of saying um, common conflict resolution style. It's just easy to say the person because we're ultimately dealing with people's personalities. So um, you get the person that loves to win. Okay, so um, these are people who um, sort of use the style to go into um, like conflict with winning men. They, they, they have only one thing on their mind and this is winning. Um, they have a need to, you know, control the situation. They have a need to control people. Um, the idea is that they kind of pull up all the stops to control others. They um, almost want to make sure everything and everybody, you know, goes their way when it comes to um, conflict or to a situation. You might know people like that out there. Um, so this is the um, winner basically so this people they resolve conflict by um just being the winner so they will say basically but i said i know did you not listen i said so um they will take out um all the stops to win so they will take out maybe a year or two ago's um you know arguments or history or whatever and to be honest with you guys this is not the healthiest way to deal you know with um anger or hurt or with conflict um these people are focused so much on, you know, making the issue at hand. Um, like, how can I say, they, they, they are focused so much on winning that they forget that they are causing you so much hurt in the process. They forget that when they are taking out, um, you know, files or, or, or things of years ago that they are actually hurting you in the process. 
And sometimes um, they don't even realize that um, because of doing this, they are actually throwing at the shortest end of the stick because now while the main goal or aim is for the conflict to be resolved, it actually worsens the whole situation because now the receive at the end of um, all of this becomes more angered um, they become more hurt and you know at the end of the day they become more resentful and so I wouldn't suggest <clears throat> that we deal conflict really in such a manner but at the other hand on the flip side of the coin when we look at the this the winner you know the person that loves to um, resolve conflict in this way um, there's a, a positive side to it as well um, the winner is also somebody that is a tech charge you know you know i take charge type of person it is a person that you know that there is time constraints it's a person that knows that this is an emergency you know um they just know that this thing needs to be sorted out and so they will basically grab the bull by its horns and they will sort out the situation and so um on the flip side the winner um resolution style or conflict resolution resolution style is also a good um you know in a positive way to deal with conflict but we need to be really mindful and we need to know where to draw the line when it comes to um you know this type of resolution style because we don't want to hurt our spouse we don't want to hurt anybody so we need to know where to draw the line so there's a fine line that needs to be drawn um guys and so i want to encourage you um today out there know that we win when both parties is happy okay you win when um the marriage is healthy um when the one wins both win so it is important for you to know that you know um don't always want to be the the winner in the situation maybe you need to be the rescuer in the situation and so my encouragement to you guys out there is Try to work out your conflict um, and try to do things so that it is beneficial for both parties and that both parties are, you know, happy at the end of the day. And so we discussed now the winner and so this person loves to win and they will take out all the stops to make sure that they've won the conflict and um, the argument. But it is important for us to know that it is not about winning the argument. It is about resolving the argument. And so that was the first conflict resolution style. That was the winner. And so we are discussing the second one now. I'm just going to jump into the second one. Um, and this is the persuader. Okay. So this is like, I would say this is another um, less than healthy conflict resolution style. Um, in a marriage, basically, the persuader. Um, so persuaders, they, they are often also manipulative. They also work every angle to gain the advantage. Um, they basically just want to persuade, you know, um, the, the, the parties involved that um, they are kind of right. So they sort of just want to persuade. Um, they, they have a high need also to control their spouses as well. Um, but then also there's a plus side to everything. Um, they are more relational persuaders. So you can actually relate more to a persuader um, than to a winner. Um, because a winner, they don't want to listen to anything. But the persuader will still open up their hearts to listen to their spouse. So there's a kind of a plus side. But... Um, it is not healthy for us to persuade, try to persuade people. We need to try to resolve it. Um, 
so persuaders they also try to get you know their way um you know in the whole situation um they they also can sometimes play the victim when it comes to conflict because they want to persuade you that they've been hurt i, I also said that you know they are um manipulating and and they also um try to you know damage relationships by trying to persuade the person that you know they were wrong or um they hurt them so much or all of these things and so this is um also a um conflict resolution style that i don't really um i don't want to say think highly of but i don't really recommend you guys to um act like this or try to resolve conflict by trying to persuade somebody um as said before we need to resolve the conflict instead of um trying to persuade or trying to win the conflict okay so it's important for us to know that we need to resolve the conflicts so persuaders they 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 also love conflict they love reasoning um they are very insistent also they can be very dominating people and um they can also be very pushy people um they are people that also pushes other people away by their persuasion their manipulation and they also can take out all the stops when it comes to um you know trying to get um the conflict resolved in their way so the first two <clears throat> conflict resolution styles are mostly i would want to say self centered or um you know self gaining um these are parties or people that wants things their way it's their way or you hit the highway um it's just about what they want and so i know that marriage is a 50-50 um i know that marriage is not about what i want in actual fact um my needs must decrease so that my family and my husband's needs can increase i think that we need to love our lives in such a way that we are a blessing to the next person where the next person or your spouse's needs you know is above your needs i want to just give you some <clears throat> um advice at this moment i have decided many years ago I have decided many years ago when I got married that I would place my husband's needs above mine. Um now I'm not saying that um I'm not important and what I need is not important but um what I'm basically saying is that I esteem him and I value value him very highly. Um this is just a bit off the topic but um it also maybe fits into the topic but so i would do certain things that you know makes him feel valuable um i would i would for instance um when we 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 we, we eat our supper i saw dish husband's food obviously and i bring his plate to him i bring his coffee to him just simple little things like that um i always ask him what do you think what do you want and then he will say what he thinks and i say what i think and then we work it out together i try to place his needs you know above mine um and i try to keep him happy and he does the same for me so when we place your when you place your partner's needs above yours you will see that there's a blessing you will see that there's respect you will see that you know the marriage just becomes happier so what i do for my husband he does for me so automatically we are looking out for each other's needs we are not trying to win everything or persuade each other or or or, or be domineering or manipulative or um 
you know, unreasonable. So, um, yeah, I just wanted to encourage you guys with that. Just to say that place your husband's needs above yours. Place your wife's needs above yours. You know, um, make the people in your life happy. Um, and if both parties does the same thing in the marriage, then I believe the marriage will be blessed. I believe that you guys will remain happy and be happy. Um, the same with the kids. I'm going off topic, but let me say this because I just feel that the Spirit of God has allowed me or, or placed this in my heart right now. Um, I think that it is important for you to know married people, married couples out there that, yes, God has blessed you with beautiful kids and you love them, but know that they are important they are very important, but I believe they're not the most important. Okay, I need to say this without getting fired on or um, getting negative remarks, but um, for the lack of a better word, I would say that they are not the most important, um, but the marriage is the most important. The marriage relationship, because if the marriage is healthy and the husband and wife is healthy and love one another, then the children will be secure and there will be a happy family brewing. Okay, so it is important for you guys to know that the marriage is important. People place so much um, strain and pressure on a marriage to make sure that the children get what they want, that the children are happy, that the children are sorted out, that the children, the children, the children. And they forget that there's a husband and a wife that needs attention, that needs respect, that needs love. People go out of their way for their children. But you know what? I always say this, and this might sound um, not right, but when your children grow up, they're going to go on and they're going to love their lives. They're going to find that wife. They're going to find that husband. They're going to get married. They're going to go on with their lives. And then you are going to be where you are still. Maybe without a marriage, maybe in a place where you didn't thought, think or thought you would be because you have just pushed the children, placed the children above the marriage, placed the children above yourself. I believe it is important for husbands and wives to look after one another so that ultimately the children can be happy. You must remember when the children are gone, it's going to be you and your husband or you alone. I always say to moms also, and this is off the topic again, to to moms, new new moms, to look after themselves, to care for themselves. I tell women to care for themselves, moms, to have me time, to go out. I tell couples, we tell couples always, make time for yourselves and for your marriage. Go away, do things, go on dates, go away for weekends. Because ultimately the marriage is important. You are important. The kids are going to go on with their lives. And they're going to have a ball of a time. And then we are going to be stuck where we are. Because we have allowed conflicts. We have allowed things to take place in our lives. And we are going to be stuck. So that was a mouthful. But we have discussed the different conflict styles. And we just discussed the two styles and that was the style of the winner and the persuader and then I'm going to jump right in 
or let us take a little bit of a break right here and then we are going to continue with the other three styles and we're going to trust God just to um, take us further. I hope that this has been um, insightful to you guys. Maybe you guys can relate to, um, you know, any of the two styles and um, know that this is not to break you down or to tear you down, but this is to bold you up, to let you know that we can still work on certain things, that there are room to work on certain things. There's also room for error, but there's a room to work on certain things in our lives. Um, and so this is Vaughn Radio, guys. This is the radio station that is the voice over the nations. And I'm your host, Megan Bukas. We have touched a series called Conflict. And um, we have just discussed the five common conflict resolution styles. And I know and I pray that you guys have been blessed. So I'm going to take a short break. Um, just to gather myself and then we are going to continue with the other three conflict styles okay guys welcome back so we are still discussing the five common conflict resolution styles we've touched on two that was the um, style of winning and persuading and i also said let's rather say um, personality um, because i believe that we are dealing with people and their personalities. So let's rather say um, personality um, style. So that was the winner. And then we discussed the persuader. So we are going to discuss the personality style um, or the conflict resolution style of um, giving in. So this is the person that gives in. And maybe to many out there, we can um, relate to this. Um, conflict resolution style because sometimes it is just easier to give in um, because we kind of just want to get you know the conflict over and yeah we just want it to be done with and we just give in and say okay fine you know whatever have your way that type of thing so um, the people that gives in they are um, they, they're kind of like the pleasers of the world um, so they would want to just you know please everyone and everything and so it is easier just to give in because it is so I don't want to say painful but because this personality type is also but insecure in themselves they the the opinion of others is so important and so if somebody has a negative opinion about them um they sort of just want to give in. And so they, they these types of people, they, they kind of set aside their own needs, man. And um, they value the relationship also above else. So um, in a marriage, maybe um, the wife would just give in because, you know, she, she values the relationship or um, she's afraid the husband is going to leave her, um, especially if there's been, you know, a previous um, scare or... Um, a divorce or you know she's come out of a relationship where she was maybe um, cheated on or abused or whatever and so when conflict you know arise they this type of personality type just sort of gives in so they they just want to give in so that they can get the conflict over and done with so these types of people they're not interested in controlling you know um their spouses like we said with the winner and the persuader they the winner wants to um, control the situation and then the persuader also manipulates but the person that gives in they're not interested in you know controlling their spouses um this is healthy but it's also not um this this is a healthy way sometimes of doing things but it's also not ideal because at the end of the day both parties needs needs to be considered okay so it's not always healthy just to give in um because 
if you just keep in and deep down inside of your heart you're actually unhealthy it's not a good thing so these types of personality types they love to um you know sort of just give in so that the conflict can be over um they tend to to do whatever you know their spouses want so it will be like um what what you want to do and then they'll say Ah, not anything you want to do. So they they that type of people. But meanwhile, they wanna maybe go watch a movie or they wanna do something else. But they they'll just do whatever because they kind of feel that they need to please their spouse. Um, they consistently bury their own feelings. These um people, they it's almost like they um they 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 build up also resentment over the years because now you must understand they always give in. So. On the surface, things look okay, but deep down in their heart, they have resentment built up because they feel that they need to give in all the time. But I would say that this is their own fault as well because they need to know that they have rights, that they have an opinion and that they have a life, they have their own mind to do things or think things through. So they need to also stand up for themselves. Um, they they also sometimes, these types of people, they feel also maybe that their spouse, you know, um, kind of takes advantage of them, but they can't seem to build up um, enough, you know, strength or courage to take a stand. You know, they 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 just give in. It's, I, I don't know how else to put it. These types of people, they just give in. They, they yeah, they give in to anything and... They don't stand up for themselves. Um, they they kind of just there. They just go along with the ride. They don't have any opinion on anything. They they just there and they go on with the ride. So um, it is important for us to know that we can't just give in. Okay, we have to say and view what our opinion is as well. And sometimes the winner and the persuader will take it as if you are being disrespectful maybe um the spouse might or the husband might think that you know you you're disrespectful now because you are saying what you're feeling or standing up for yourself but that should not also be the case when it comes to the winner and the persuader they need to know that people can't just give in and you need to know that you can't just give in that you have the right to say something do something think something you have the right to your own opinion and so i would encourage the the person that has this type of um resolution style not just to give in but say what is on your heart say what is, what is on your mind you might not now feel anything but in the, lo the long run, you might feel um, resentment and anger that is built up towards your partner because you have given in all the time. Okay, so this is definitely um, unhealthy for you just to give in all the time. So it's also important to know with any conflict resolution style that there's an upside and then there's a negative side. Like we said, um, the upside to, you know, the winner is that they, um, because of their winning style, when it comes to a life or death situation, they are able to take the bull by its horns and they are able to do the thing. We also said that with, um, you know, the persuader, the upside of the persuader is that they are, um, you know, relational, that people can relate to them, basically. So they are not all just winning, 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 but you can actually say that, but I think this and I think that, although they will try to manipulate and persuade you further, but you can relate to them. And so also then with, you know, the person that gives in, there is a, a up, you know, um, part to it. There is a positive part to this. And this is um, because they, they, they are very, um, because they give in, um, 
they they do not place much value on the result. So meaning they don't want to win and they don't want to persuade you. And that can be a good thing because at the end of the day, we don't want to be manipulated and we don't want to be dominated upon. And so by the giving in type of way, we can also say that these are people that, you know, they, they, they don't place value on the results. They don't need to be the persuader or the winner. And so that can also be a, a type of good, um, you know, um, conflict resolution, um, you know, type. So, yeah, we've discussed the person that gives in. Okay, guys, let's dive into, um, we have two more to go through. And I think the time is going to allow us. We have the avoider, okay? So this person resolves conflict by avoiding the whole situation. Um, I think it's basically self-explanatory, but these are the people that, you know, they avoid conflict in a marriage and in a family, in a relationship. So if the conflict, you know, arises, these are the type of people that they would say, um, let me just rather take a nap, um, let me take a drive, um, they 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 so scared that conflict you know at 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 rears its ugly head, so they 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 would avoid it at any cost. Um, they will leave the room. Um, these people also clam up. Um, they basically change the subject maybe, or they even shut down emotionally. Um, these people also they they don't need to control. They they the same type of um not the same but it's common um as the person or the conflict resolution style of giving in they they more or less kind of the same they they don't have this deep desire to win or to persuade um so they'll just clam up they basically change the subject they avoid everything um and this is unhealthy okay um because it places like a low priority on the relationship because what you're ultimately saying is when you avoid the topic that um there's no, you don't place priority on it because you would rather just leave things and let it stew and let it build up and explode instead of just, you know, dealing with the things. So that can be a negative side to um, this personality type of just avoiding the situation. And so it's important for us to know that we cannot avoid situations. We need to deal with the situations. And the key to all of this and what we are talking about is we need to deal with situations correctly okay um it unfortunately also means the avoiders they never um when they start avoiding things it's like they never get back in the game um they withdraw from conflict um and they develop this pattern and families and children and your wife will already know that you have developed this kind of pattern that you just harden your heart you just avoid, you bury, you just leave things as is. And so things are never talked about and that is unhealthy. And people can go on for years and years um, because they the topic um, has just been avoided. The conflict has just been avoided. And so it's important for you guys to know that we cannot, we cannot, I repeat again, avoid conflict. We cannot avoid it. We need to work through it. We need to find the correct tools to work through conflict so that we know for the next time that we can either work through it or it doesn't need to happen. So it's important, people, that you do not avoid the issue at hand. I know of people that has gone through ugly things. I'm talking about ugly things. But because people has avoided the situation 
people has walked with years and years with the scars and the hurt and the damage that this conflict has caused. You cannot avoid it, but we need to work through it. Um, and so that was the avoider. So these types of people, they avoid, you know, conflict and they would rather just take a nap, take a walk, go sleep, do anything in their power not to deal with the conflict at end. And um, I don't know. I would say out of the four that we've spoken about, I would say that I believe this is... Um, the one that we need to really, the conflict type that really needs to um, work on, and that is the avoider. I'm going to jump into the last conflict resolution type, and um, this one is the one that I hope and I pray we become, and this is the resolving conflict. Okay, this is the resolver. This is the person that wants to resolve conflict. Okay, so... This type of people, they they try to, to cut through all the games, you know, the manipulation, um, the persuading, the giving in, the avoidance. They cut through all of that and they try to resolve the situation. They are direct. They are honest um, in the marriage. They are honest in the family. They know how to resolve conflicts between various relationships. They are people that, you know, they, they step up. Um, they are mature enough to say when they've made a mistake. Um, you know, they practice positive assertiveness in the situation. They value the relationship. Um, they confront the issue. Um, they are honest. And, you know, these are the people that wants to just resolve the situation. So they are willing to resolve it without, you know, trying to be the winner, without trying to be the persuader, without trying to um, just, you know, give into the situation and, okay, let's let bygones be bygones. They don't avoid the situation. They are trying to resolve the situation. These are the people that say, let's go for marriage, marriage counseling. Um, let's go see a family counselor. Let's go speak to pastor. Let us pray about it. Sit down. Tell me why are you feeling like this? Um, what can we do to make this better? This is what I see. This is the, this is the type of conversations that, um, these types of people have. They, um, generally want to resolve the situation. And so they would seek help. They would um, get books, you know, on, 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 on how to resolve conflict. They are just the type of person that will seek help. And so they don't want to let things fester. Um, they don't want the situation to get out of hand. They want to resolve it. And so I believe that these are the ideal types of conflict resolution styles that we need to practice when we, um, you know, have entered a conflict or entered a marriage or we are in a bad space or there's been a conflict. Our ultimate goal in life should be to resolve the conflict, okay, within the family, within the marriage. Um, it is important for us to know that the the style of winning, persuading, giving in and avoidance, those four styles I would not suggest to anybody. But I suggest us today and we can make a resolution to say that we are going to try and resolve the issues in our lives. Sometimes when it comes to resolving the issue, um, it means that there will be diving deep. It will means that there will be hurt. It means that there will be things that um, you know upset us and 
it might become a bit ugly um you know it, it's 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 a situation that will be maybe uncomfortable but at the end of the day when we resolve the situation we are able to overcome the situation and we are able to grow stronger we are able to become better people and so my encouragement today to you guys out there Vaughn radio listeners is that please try to resolve the situation okay um i'm just giving you guys a brief this is really just brief but and we are just really scraping the surface um on how to deal with conflict so let me give a quick quick recap before we close off today guys remember when a conflict occurs you first feel hurt okay then you feel angered and from the anger things spill over and that is when the enemy can do what he wants to do in our lives because we are angry okay and we never ever wanted to get to the place where anger becomes so much that it creates an even bigger conflict than it started out with okay so it is important for you to know today that we need to deal with the conflict okay you need to deal with the conflict and you need to just try to close the loop Okay, so closing the loop means that we need to deal with the situation. But when we take the five common conflict resolution styles, we use that style that styles to close the loop. Okay, when we close the loop, we try to become the person that resolves the issue. So when we resolve the issue, we are closing the loop. We don't try to be the winner in the issue. We don't try to be the persuader. We don't just give in and we don't avoid. The loop needs to be closed, meaning the conflict needs to be resolved. So we become the resolver and we close that loop. How do we close the loop? We practice maturity. We let go of our pride. We fight fair. We negotiate and we enter into a relationship that is 50-50. It's about you and it's about your husband, okay? When your hubby wins, you win and vice versa, okay? So we want to close the loop today. So that has been... um. Just what we have discussed, we have started a series called um, Conflict and we're on day three today. Um, and yeah, this has been really um, insightful once again. So guys, I just want to encourage you, if you only hopped on now, please listen to the replay so that... Um, we can be strengthened and know how to deal with conflict okay so today we have discussed the five common conflict resolution styles we've discussed the winner the persuader the person that gives in the avoider and we have discussed the person that resolves the issues and we are striving to be the person that resolves the issues and close the loop. So this has been Vaughn Radio, the radio station that is the voice over the nations. I'm Megan Bukas, your host. And I just want to thank you for tuning in today and for being a blessing to me as well. Um, I want to encourage you, like I always do, to stay tuned um to listen to the radio station this is a radio station that has been ordained by god himself because god wants you to know that he has a word for somebody he has a word for you he has a plan and he has a purpose and that he loves you with an everlasting love today and so we have presenters that has been on fire for God, they have loved the Lord, um, and they want to let you know that God has a, a plan and a purpose for your life, so 
we have different programs we have programs such as gifts with google so that is a program where we will just explore the many talents and giftings um spiritual giftings physical and the natural giftings and you know where you can just be encouraged just to know that god has a plan it's not over and that there's a gift placed with inside of you we have um certain programs that's called journeying with janine and it's a young woman that takes you through the journeys of life and encourages you on how to live life and how to know that God is for you we have a prophetic voice over the nations our own prophet Kerry he's all the way from the United States of America and God has ordained him to give a word to the nations out there so i want to encourage you to stay tuned if you're interested in you know um topics of the world you're interested to know what god is saying about this world then tune into that program we have a awesome program that i also love so much it's called um table seats and invitations and that is also a on fire woman of god she is dr linda she is all the way from the united states of america and god has ordained her and blessed her with a message she invites you to take a seat with her around the table so that you can hear what the heart of god is for your life and the plan that god has for your life we have our own prophet shantel heldenis that speaks about the prophetic insight and what a beautiful show because we are learned and taught about the prophetic insights that there is and that God has a plan and that prophetically God wants to take us into a new and higher dimension we have a awesome awesome woman of God that is the founder of this radio station apostle Sherin Treya she has live chats she has um encouragements of real life events and real things that has taken place in people's lives she also has a a um show called straight talk which talks to you straight and when we give the word of god to you straight and we tell you what god wants for your life and we have beautiful um also news anchors we have traffic um reports that is coming through our own news anchor sister ingrid and our own traffic guy brother jerome that gives us awesome traffic the news is awesome and the traffic is awesome and everything on this radio station is so that you guys can be blessed and know that god has a message for you in store so guys i just want to thank you for tuning in today this has been fun radio and i always say it's a radio station that is the voice over the nations the voice over the nations i'm megan bukes you have tuned into the segment called marriage memories and finances and this segment is focused on getting your marriage healthy it's focused on bringing um resolutions and reuniting you with your estranged spouse maybe we want to tell you that god loves marriage and he has ordained marriage and god has a purpose for your marriage i want to encourage you today maybe your marriage is on the rocks maybe you want to get back with your partner i want to encourage you today God has a plan and has a purpose. Stay tuned. The best is yet to come.